Welcome to the Dream Living Podcast, the podcast for those who want to achieve phenomenal results in their life, career, and business. Now, here is your host, Angela Spears. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dream Living Podcast. This is Angela Spears, your host and Dream Living Coach. And guess what, everyone? As promised, I have my co-host back, Ricky Spears. Hi, Ricky. Hello, Angela. How are you doing? I'm good. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. We're so glad to have you back. And um, if you've been tuning in, you know that we started a phase two of the podcast. Ricky is now my co-host as he's able to join because he has a lot of great things happening, which uh, he'll probably shed some light on today. And again, if you've been joining in, you know that we've been talking about um, how to figure out your next move and how to make a successful career transition. And today is no exception. If you haven't been listening to the past several episodes, be sure to tune in. We've talked about, um, I actually talked about my career journey on the last episode. And then we also talked about your next move and, um, other topics related to this. So be sure you're tuning in and thanks to all of your, all of you out there who are faithfully listening. Let us know if there's any topics you want us to talk about, but today we're continuing to talk about your next move. This is actually part four of your next move. And today we're going to focus on Ricky answering a few questions about how his career has evolved over the years. And I'm sure we're going to get some great tips from him today. So Ricky, are you ready? Yes. Okay, great. So let's start by um, asking, how has your career evolved over the years? Well, it truly has taken a total 180 from originally me thinking I'm going to be an engineer to now being a professor and an academic advisor at a, a major university. Okay, great. So uh, what did you initially plan to be when you grew up? Well, I was hoping to be an NFL player, but that didn't work out. But I was my path originally was to be a mechanical engineer. I did my first one of my major internships at General Motors as a floor supervisor for a couple of years. Okay, and then tell us how it's continued to evolve since then. Well, one of the bonuses of doing an internship is you actually get to experience the job that you're going to school for. And with my two years experience doing that, I realized this wasn't the path for me. So went back to school in junior year and changed my major from mechanical engineering to business and um, marketing. And since then it's, it's just continued to evolve. Um, I've had a, a variety of positions throughout the years. Um, Notably, I was a director of admissions for five plus years. And um, it just, it keeps to change because one thing I've noticed is that I have to, you have to find the area you're more, most passionate in. And mine is in athletics and higher education. So, you know, to really be in what you want I'm not all the way where I want to be, but I'm closer than I've ever been. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that you're passionate about being in athletics, um, particularly, uh, I think you said at colleges. 
When was there a defining moment when you realized, wow, this is what I want to do? And if so, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I would say when I was a director of admissions and I would do a lot of marketing and I I always work with athletes, um, you know, high school and college athletes. And I just kept thinking like, it would be the ideal job for me would be to work with students and athletes. And when I decided that this is what I should be pursuing and I was passionate about it, I started seeing that like things start happening where um, it was delays. Um, I had situations that took that occurred that kind of tried to throw me off, but that was my passion. So even though it sidestepped me for a second, I was still able to, you know, continue to pursue it because this is something I was passionate about. If I was wealthy, I would do, I would do this even if I was, if I had $400 million in the bank. So, you know, I know what my passion is and purpose. And when you do that, then, you know, life becomes easier because you're enjoying what you're, you're doing. There's going to be obstacles and challenges in the position itself, but at least you're in your purpose and that's what you should be focusing on. Really good answer. And I, I always talk about um, the fact that when it comes to figuring out your next move, because there may be people out there who don't know exactly what they want to do mm-hmm. next. I always say, follow your passion. And sometimes it comes to us in different ways. And it may not happen early when you're, when you're early in career. It may happen when, even when you're in the middle of your career or in a third of the way of your career. So was there something that happened that really hit you that just said, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And um, yeah, let's start there. Well, one of the things, I, I spent a lot of time on college campuses. And, you know, I do a lot of research, a lot of reading. And it just, it hit me when I was on, um, I was on Northwestern, Northwestern University's campus. And I'm like, man, this is what I want to do. Like, I, and it got me to a point I was locked in where I'm going to pursue it no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was working at IUPUI with student athletes, um, mostly working with the men, men and women's basketball and, you know, cross country and things like that. Uh, well, the track team. Um, and I realized that this is something I'm passionate about mm-hmm. and I just stay focused. So making career transitions, transitions we know can be very difficult. During last week's episode, I talked about where I had a defining moment where I wanted to be in learning and development, and I decided this is what I want to do, and it took me a couple of years to get there. So making career transitions can be difficult. Did you initially have the confidence to make the change? Um, I, I had the confidence, but mine was more the connections. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out how to go about making this happen. Um, I did a lot of reading, a lot of, you know, um, information gathering. Um, I also did one of the ways that I got more insights by doing informational interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I'm trying to get my students to do right now. Um, the reason why is that I got, I got a chance to meet them, meet athletic directors, meet people who are in charge and 
what their days, uh, what their day is like and how they go about it. And, you know, I got insight and when I was there at, on these campuses, I was at the university of Kentucky and, um, Northwestern and, um, uh, North, North Florida, all these universities that went Tiffin University. There's a, a, a variety of them. And I realized I can do this. And I'm more than, you know, capable. And I can excel in this. And that's been my mindset ever since. So when I think about that field, um, that's a pretty tough field to get into. Um, and you said you had the confidence to make the change. What else uh, was involved when it came to making this decision? Because I figured this could be quite a risky decision considering how difficult it can be to get in that specific profession. It's definitely a challenge. Um, in this industry, there's two key things. It's who you know and your educational background. Those are the two key things that will help you get on the right path because even if you know the person or know someone who's in position, it still comes back to what do you know? What information can you bring to the table to help the organization? So those are the two things that I had to make sure that I was on point with to make this happen. You talked about, um, you already talked about the, um, how you made connections. You talked to different athletic directors and everything. So that's who you know. You saw, also said it's about your education. Um, did you already have the education to get there? Or did you have to build some skills to get to where you wanted to be? Well, I had the education. But to really get where I want to go, I had to get more education and skills. So going back, getting a another master's degree and getting the hands-on experience and the knowledge because you see it you see people on tv these athletic directors or you see these coaches and figure oh it's just you know life is easy there's so much going into it from all the legal aspects um title nine um how do you run the organization and you know Balancing the budget is so much information that's that's all wrapped up into the position um, that you have to manage to be successful. So getting that information to continue. I mean, I'm continuing to um, seek information to become even better and bring more to the table. Mm -hmm. So you went back to school to get another master's degree to help you to get the knowledge and education you needed as well. Correct. because. Um, I went back and I was doing sports management. And when I was working on that degree, that master's degree in that, it's totally different than just having a a business degree, you know, just the MBA, because there's specifics. Uh, you, you're dealing with Title IX. You're dealing with a lot of legal. You're dealing with, um, I mean, there's so much that's wrapped into it. I mean, event planning. Um, one of the classes I'm teaching now is uh, sports event management, where this is a key aspect of having a successful organization, you know, bringing revenue. How do you do it? Because it's different trying to run an athletic department or, or a, a sports franchise than it is running a business. 
as a, a regular business because there are different aspects that you have to really understand to be successful. Good, good. Thank you for that. So on episode 12, um, I, we talked about uh, how to make a successful career transition. And I had a special guest, Rakea Gibson, answer this specific question. And I want to ask you the same question. How did you weigh the risk involved to make this change in your career? Because making, making change is not easy. And I'm sure there's probably listeners out there who say, yeah, I have this great dream, but it seems so far-fetched. I'm over here and it seems all the way over there. How did you weigh the risk involved to make such a transition? Well, I weighed it by my happiness because I realized that I wasn't happy, you know, with a lot of, you know, positions that I had. And yeah, it's a sacrifice financially because, you know, at one point I was making six figures basically to, and, where to the point where I was making a, a little more than a fourth of that. So you you take the risk, but long term, you know you have sometimes you have to take a step forward to take. I mean to to I mean take a step back to take two steps forward. So I took it as you know my long term investment and investing in myself and my happiness because that's going to help my not only my confidence, my finances, but even my relationship with my family and friends. Because if you're miserable in what you're doing, it, it really shows at home and when you're doing things. Um, now, I don't have that same challenge. You know, right now, it's basically just learning new things and trying to balance it, you know, balance, do a work-life balance and making sure I'm up to speed on everything mm-hmm. um but the the risk reward is important and you do it when you can as soon as you can so you can make it happy make it happen good answer i'd also say too that um i talk uh talked we've talked in previous episodes for how we've been supportive of each other in our careers and there have been times when you've made more money there have been times when i've been made more money but we've always been very supportive of each other in, in our careers and i think that's really important to let allow each other to shine and you have each has their moment to shine but as long as everybody has their moment and is going after their passion and what they're happy doing that's what's really important do you agree absolutely uh, even with your with friends i have a couple of my friends that are, are really successful um one live in chicago one live in cincinnati and you know there's never been like a competition you know it's always been your your friends and your loved ones cheerleaders you know we want to you know root each other on like be their biggest fans and when you have that mindset then you'll start prospering and thriving if you feel like you have to compete then you won't thrive and then you'll be sometimes you you think you're competing when the other person don't even know they're in a competition and it's it's like what is this about right good point So I also put on a post recently that if you're looking to make a career move, you should think about skills that you have that are transferable to that new venture, whether it's owning a business, a new career, a new job. It could be a host of different things. Talk to us a little bit about 
how you thought about the transferable skills and what transferable skills you had to get to where you wanted to be. Well, I knew I had the business uh, background and I had the management and leadership background. And I knew those are transferable no matter what I do. So utilizing the skills I have and then continue to build upon those skills by, you know, learning more on the academic side mm -hmm. um, and learning more about athletics from administrative uh, perspective. You, those things, you know, when you have the, the, your core skills and you add the other skills to it, it makes you more marketable and you can sell yourself. Mm -hmm. It's also important to highlight those skills and those experiences on your portfolio, on your resume. Like I said, if you're on your own business, you have a portfolio of work. So you want to capture those skills that are transferable to what you want to do so that you're likely to be looked at by somebody who's looking to hire you. Anything you want to add to, on that? Absolutely. I'm, one of the things I do want to make sure is that people know that your dreams can come to pass if you have the right heart, the the mindset, and the focus. I mean, there are some dreams, um, like maybe getting drafted in the first round of the NBA, they're not possible if you're 50. Yeah. But there are <laughs> other areas where you can pursue it. And, you know, I want to make sure to make a point that keep your dreams alive, keep your focus on – the long-term goal and just keep pushing and being uh, persistent regardless of what situation you're dealing with will only benefit you long-term. Mm -hmm. Very good. So where are you in your career journey now? I'm getting closer. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm working as a professor. What are you teaching? Sports management. Interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, um, to be honest, I never I I thought I would be do, being a professor like sixty or seventy. So um, that's something that I always wanted to do, but I didn't think this soon in life. So, but you know, doing it, it's like I enjoy it. Um, you know, I enjoy opening people's mind and and getting them to think outside of themselves. And it's also in a subject that you want to ultimately be in, sports management, correct? Correct. Correct. Anything else you want to say about your career journey to date? It's, it was a challenge throughout the throughout the uh, the path. I took I, I worked on I worked at jobs that I felt was beneath me, but you know I still focus on my long term goals, and you know people. You know, if at the moment you're not doing what you want to do or passionate about, continue to do what you're doing, but pursue that passion mm -hmm. while you're you're in this place and stay focused. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to know, too, that we both still have dreams in our careers, whether it's again, to advance where we are or to own businesses. I mean, we've got major dreams and major visions and we're, we haven't arrived yet, but we just want to help people along the way because it hasn't always been easy for us either. And um, that's why we share these stories and share our perspectives. So, you know, 
we, we, it hasn't always been hunky-dory for either of us. It's taken hard work, persistence, focus, dedication. And you mentioned all those things. And skill and talent is really important, too. Right. Okay, so um, we already mentioned that making a career transition isn't easy. So this is my last question. What tips do you have for people who are thinking of making a career transition or who aren't sure of what's next for them? Well, get a notepad and start jotting down things you're passionate about, things you're, you enjoy doing. And when you start naming those things, do your research, see what jobs line up to what you're passionate about. Um, it could be, you know, I know people that want to be in the entertainment industry that can't sing, but you could be in the industry by working as a VP in sales and marketing, you know, finding out what you're passionate about and doing the research, lining yourself up and start pursuing those goals. Get the the knowledge and the education you need to pursue it. And connect with the right people, as you said before. Absolutely. And also have faith in yourself and, and faith in whoever you have faith in. Yep. That goes back to having the confidence. If you don't, if you want to make a transition in your career and you don't believe it can happen and you don't believe in yourself that it can happen, it's probably not going to happen. And you talked about mindset is another important thing to have. So really all of these episodes go together. They're not separate. So I would encourage you if, again, you are looking to make a career move or not sure about your next move in life or in your career or your business, keep tuning in catch up on previous episodes. Um, we do have a course that's going to be coming out at some point this year. It's still in the works called Your Next Move if you want to learn uh, even more details than what we share here. But until next time, thank you for listening. Thank you, Ricky, for joining me again. My pleasure. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.